What's up there, Pastor D? What's going on there, Bishop? Good, man. Glad to have my son with us today from San Antonio, Texas. How is things going at Place for Life? Things are so good, they are exceeding my expectation at this point in our history. So to answer your question, great. So God is doing exceeding abundantly above all you could ask or think? Yes, absolutely. He, he, he is being true to that word. Well, I'll tell you what, Place for Life is one of the most exciting churches that you could ever go to, and it's a preacher's paradise. Yes, it is. It's easy preaching. It is. You can yeah. go in there and say two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun, and they go <laughs> shout. God almighty, let's go get lunch. You hungry? Yeah. We will when we get done with this podcast. Welcome to Studio Q. And please subscribe to questchurch.com forward slash podcast and uh, invite your friends as well. And as we go through this today, please click the like button, share button, uh, but get the word out. These podcasts have been very informative and insightful, and we're receiving great responses to the podcast. So we thank you for watching and listening today. Well, Pastor D, Quest Church has got it going on as well. Yes, you guys do. And I'm so excited about what I feel and see for the future of this house. Sure. Talk to us about Quest Church for a minute. Well, you said two words, and I know this is a podcast, so we want to get into some substance mm -hmm. rarely, quickly. I had Paxton and Prescott on my kitchen counter last week that's his two sons yeah <clears throat> my two and my three-year-old sons because they love to watch daddy cook because you know my kids love my cooking right and so they like to sit up on my kitchen your daddy likes your cooking <laughs> but go ahead well they they want to know what daddy's doing to make that cooking so good <laughs> yeah. anyway so i had them sitting up on the counter last week and i said you know what it's time to start teaching you guys how to cook like daddy. So they watching and I said, let's learn one word tonight that's very important when it comes to cooking a good meal. And I said, that word is atmosphere. I said, y'all say that word with me. And both boys said atmosphere. Yeah. And I said, and the reason is uh, my silly little self, I told my boys, I said, you know, food can feel and I made them repeat that food can feel. <laughs> so I walked over to my Bose speaker and I turned some music on to make things feel right in the kitchen. Uh, because when I'm going to cook, I, I do believe the meal turns out better when you have the atmosphere right. All right. And so to uh, just head that direction, I if there's one thing that is certainly noticeable, it is the atmosphere and the feel of Quest church has uh has become very distinguished to mm -hmm. say the least uh, uh there's a uniqueness about it um there's something that's cultivating in this house here at quest it's something yeah. that i believe is uh that you feel at place for life it's where something you can't analyze with your with your brain necessarily right. uh you know it's it's not you just know it when it's there. Is, you know it when it's there yes yeah, i fully agree yeah and so well, you i guys appreciate have, that yes, sir Dean. we take that as a compliment mm -hmm. and Let's dovetail off of that. Sure. We talked about atmospheres. Sure. We want to talk about church change for about four minutes here. Yeah. And um, over the last two decades, mm -hmm. 
I have seen just a, you know, a great, like a metamorphosis, if you will, of the church. Sure. And the landscape of church does not look like it did even a decade ago. Sure. But from the early 90s to, to now, I mean, it's a different world. Sure. Um, so what what has happened to church and what is, talk to us about church change. You know, I'm from old school. Sure. Right? Which is Azusa Conferences. You know, Bishop Carlton Pearson, Donnie McClurk, and Marvin Winans, those guys sweating, you know, Jake's, you know, there was a preacher, we used to call him Mr. Clean, who he preached with a big towel over his shoulder, and he was bald-headed, he would just take the towel and wipe his head when he was preaching, and all of that stuff was dramatic and exciting, and it was powerful, and there was an anointing there, and there still is in sure. those churches. Sure, But the churches that seem to be creating this gravitational pull in the earth that are just packed out there seems to be a different approach worship is suddenly like praise and worship is suddenly paramount in these churches not that it was not always important sure music has always been important to us sure but there's there's this emphasis on a sound sure and a style sure the look of preachers have changed sure uh you don't see suits and ties anymore you know it's, it's like this um what what is what is something that is a distinction that you would go, Dad? This happened, and this is why this is working. Well, I think that you said something. Uh, it, it it is feel. Feel has changed. Is in essence, is what I just caught from what you said, and that's a true statement. But uh, it didn't just jump from here to there. This morning on our Monday matters. Uh, one of the things that we said is that God is a, he's a seeker. And I made a statement that God seeks in seasons. And I believe that to be true. And we don't have enough time to talk about that, but I, we both understand that God does things in seasons. And I think that church for a season, and I think we just came up out of that season, lost its feel in general. Um, I think church, there wasn't a feel that generally came to mind when you thought church. It was maybe something that you used to feel back in the day. Right. But church in general lost it. And so there is a feel that has come back to church, but the feel is just different. And I think that everything that God does authentically that we feel him do uh, is from the basis uh, of something authentic that he's Created, And so I think that there's a different feel that's been birthed from uh, a different generation that he's raised up and that he has built, that he has worked in. These these men now that, that we might say they're young men, most of them are, are my age or even younger, that, that in a lot of ways are directing and leading the church in America are young men that God has done a work in and through. And we know that because God... Uh, because we know some of them. And there is a feel that has been produced from what has been worked through. And I think that we're just feeling the work of what God's been doing internally in certain voices and in certain vessels for a long time now. And I think that we're just feeling the fruit of it. The feel is different and the face is different. Sure. I mean, when you look at church, you know, me, you know, I'm trying to balance what I would call Pentecost Holy Ghost movement with this new 
way of doing church mm-hmm. because I don't want to just stay locked in a time zone sure. or, or, or time capsule. I want to be able to reach, you know, be transgenerational and all of that. But even the face, I mean, we've taken altars out of churches. You know, I mean, the, the biggest churches in our nation, the chairs are four feet from the stage. Sure. And I'm, for a guy like me, I'm thinking, how are you going to pray for these people? Well, I don't, see, now I do think that the church is, is coming away from some of that. That's just my own opinion. I, I think that we're. When you say away from it, what do you mean? Like away, f- away from uh, us not affording, I guess, uh, a moment for what we old schoolers would reference as a, as a move of God or, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, altar calls and. And, and really that allotted time in those seasons and those atmospheres. Uh, so you think for, that's coming back? Oh, I, I, I think that we're already seeing it. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a think. It's, it's a real thing that's happening, you know, as we speak. Right. Well, mm-hmm. it's, it's a real challenge, even preaching modes. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems as though there's a lot of um, talking, mm-hmm. but not what I would call expository preaching. Mm-hmm. or inspirational preaching, mm-hmm. which is reading a text, mm-hmm. giving an introduction, <laughs> and then preaching that scripture. It's seen, And I'm not attacking anything or condescending to anything. I think it's all, it's working great. Sure, sure. But it's changed. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm used to opening the Bible, reading a text, giving an introduction, and work that text mm-hmm. instead of just talking like in a motivational way about life in general. Well, yeah, I, and I think that that for uh, I think the paradigm shift, and I think it does need to come back to just expository preaching. Let me explain why. Word that is added is word that's added. It is mm-hmm. at it's addendum. Right. Word uh, uh, that comes from expository preaching is birthed from, from that word being the platform or, or the foundation for whatever the subject matter is right. going to be. And so uh, I, I think that there's a frustration in, in, in a certain generation that uh, in that frustration is birthed from are we taking the word as serious as right. we need to be taking and the I, word. Yeah, I, I think that that's sometimes. where, yeah, but I think that it is coming back. You know, again, I think that we're seeing, and I think that that word is not, it, we're coming out of the season when word is just going to be addendum to life skill sets. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Well, I think the, the worst result could be a polarization of what was and what is. I think the best result would be a merging or an integration of approach, style, presentation, um, and that's I think that should be our goal mm-hmm. um, because I want to be current. You know, I want to be contemporary, but I don't want to leave my roots of the Holy Ghost could breathe in here in just a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and people could receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Someone could be healed. Someone could be delivered. And so there's this balance. You know, it seems. And again, I don't want seem like I'm attacking anything, but it seems like the smoke and the lights and the look it is overtaking the pursuit of a genuine, authentic move of God. Mm-hmm. And that, it seems like that's the emphasis, the agenda. You know, we have a certain amount of time and it's got to look a certain way and it's got to be like this. And I believe in excellence. You know that. Mm-hmm. I've taught that for your whole life. But I just think we may be putting too much emphasis 
on the stage and not the spirit. Sure. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And again, I stand by, I think we're coming away from that. And, and just personally. So you think there's a, a revolving, a revolution? I'm seeing happening. it. I'm seeing it in my own house. I, I you know, we, we don't emphasize, uh, uh, you know, certain things that I think one would think need to be emphasized to attract uh, my generation of people. Uh, it, 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 it is coming from a different of what I would you know, dare to say more authentic, uh, authentic place. Let uh, me, let me and, ask and, you this. And I'm seeing it. I mean, we're going. How, how, how can we as churches integrate those two? Or is it even important? It is to me. At least that's what I'm trying to do. So what, how can we do that? How can we integrate what we would call Pentecost, move of the Holy Ghost, and contemporary style church? Oh, <laughs> that's a tough question. Because I don't know that I that we are seeking to integrate anything other than just be ourselves. That's powerful. And be who we yeah. are. Yeah, and like I'm that. not trying to and I know that I'm I'm saying something that I know that you already do, but if there just happens to be any any person that just happens to listen to this podcast, if you ever lose the foundation of uh, 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 of this in, in, in just your whole disposition and, and, and action of faith towards life that God made me who I am and, and equipped me to do and I'm just supposed to be myself that that is the most effective uh, and, and, and that's even on a larger scale you know what do I have here in my house uh, that's what the prophet asked the widow you know well, what am I supposed to do well what do you have in your house uh, and so that, that what, whatever you have is what God is wanting you to do. And so when, when we take everything that we have in our house and use it for what it's supposed to be used for, and mm -hmm. it's supposed to be used for what it was created to be used for, whatever it authentic, uh, authentically is, uh, you do that with Chris, you do that with Josh, you do that with Brit, then what happens is that God will. So if, if you happen to have a guy that can come in and make things look like they, they are excellent and on par, which would be a gift that you have some guys here on staff that can do. Then God is saying, run that way with it. And if God has given you the gift of a heritage of Pentecost, there's no reason that we can't just bring all this and drop it in the same boat and let's all just be our authentic self and see what the Lord's going to do. I think, I, when, like it. I think when people that don't have the gift of that heritage try in an unauthentic way to garner it, it, it it's always going to fall flat. I think that when people aren't equipped to do things in a certain manner, technologically, it's always going to fall flat. If we are just who God calls us to be and we continue to strive to be the best we can be, yeah. that's when we're all going to see a real move of, of God. I think know? that's very important. And mm -hmm. for all the pastors that are listening, I think Pastor D hit on something that is very strategic. You have to be yourself. And you will attract if you are anointed and just be who God created you to be. And, of course, be flexible, teachable, and pliable, changeable, but be yourself. Uh, appreciate that. Yes, sir. Man, I'd like to do another one of these podcasts where we could talk about, I'm not real sure about this idea of franchising church. <laughs> that's another time. Sure. Uh, I'm, I don't, I never thought we'd live in a time where you could actually franchise church. Sure. But I'm watching it happen, and sure. it seems like it's successful, and it's a little shocking to me. Sure. But that's another story for another time. Questchurch.com forward slash podcast, and do not forget Quest Conference, 
October 23rd through 25th. And this conference will have the young, the old, the new, the fashionable, the in-style, current, contemporary, Holy Ghost-filled Pentecostal preachers in one service. So it's three nights. Robert Madu, Samuel Rodriguez, Ron Carpenter, singers like Gary Oliver, Clint Brown, Wes Morgan. It's going to be powerful. October 23rd through 25th. Thank you. Share this.